Yo, 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 what's really good? It's your boy TRW, aka Trills, and a whole bunch of other names. Check me out. This is my first podcast I'm doing. This one's called uh, Pigskin Paradise, repping for the football, college, NFL, and all that good stuff. Don't forget to follow me on my uh, Facebook page under Pigskin Paradise. You know what I mean? For my football fans out there, NFL, college, and all that good stuff. Let's first get that NFL popping. NFL is back after a crazy offseason with trades and moves and all types of good stuff. Let's get that week one popping. Monday Night Football had the two games. Crazy finish. Saints and the Texans. Then that was a good game. Went down to the wire. Uh, New Orleans won that game 30-28. to Their kicker, Will Lutz, hit a 58-yard field goal as time expired. Just as the Texans had took the lead 28-27, to uh, the drive before, New Orleans got a chance late. Will Lutz hit a 58-yard field goal. Game timer. Saints won a thriller 30-28. to uh, Pretty good quarterback duel between Drew Brees and Deshaun Watson. The Sunday night game, the Pats and the Steelers, ugh, one side of the fair there, the Pats all over the Steelers, 33-3. Brady uh, putting up some Tom Brady's numbers, three touchdown passes. Uh, Steelers' offense was looked non-existent without the likes of Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. Ugh, we'll talk about Antonio Brown a little later. Lions and the Cardinals. Well... The Lions did have a 24-6 lead, but the Cardinals came back under number one draft pick uh, Kyler Murray. Came through big time in the second half, 23-38, 289 yards, two touchdown passes. His first NFL touchdown pass went to the the vet, Larry Fitzgerald. Then he threw another strike in the second half, and the game ended up in a tie. I tell you, the Lions, they stayed with... Stay in the close games. They would have such a they would have a much better record if they could hold a damn lead. They was up 24-6. I mean, can't be losing leads like that. Straight up. Colts and the Chargers, another good game. This one went to overtime and the Chargers prevailed over the Colts 30-24. Uh Melvin Gordon playing uh the holdout game. I don't know. Austin Elker looked pretty good in that tail filling his spot. He had 18 touches in the game, 154 total yards, three touchdowns, including the game-winning score in overtime. Melvin Gordon who? Look, Mel, I don't know, you know, talking about this holdout thing, talking about holding out for like six to eight weeks. That's kind of crazy, bro. But, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Ravens and the Dolphins. This was a one-sided affair. The Ravens in a in a romp. 59-10. Lamar Jackson, you know, the guy said he can't play quarterback. Well, he let uh, the Dolphins ass up uh, five touchdown passes as the Ravens scored the most points in the game since they scored 55 against Oakland back in 2002. Oh, looks like it's going to be a long season for the Dolphins. And then the Dolphins... Some of the Dolphin players say, hey, we want to, I want to be traded. Damn, after one week? Mm-mm-mm. Not looking good at MIA. The team looked MIA on the field. Chiefs and the Jags. Chiefs are successful in that one, 40-26. Tyreek Hill, the all-purpose wide receiver, suffered a shoulder injury during the game. But the reemergence of Sammy Watkins. Uh, Buffalo fans know of him. Sammy Watkins... Was wanting it up. Nine receptions, 198 yards, three touchdowns. He had three touchdowns all the last season. He eclipsed his uh, touchdown total in one game. So whoever has Sammy Watkins on their fantasy teams, <laughs> I know you racked up a whole bunch of points. Bad news for the Jags. Uh, Nick Foles, who they got in the offseason, suffered a broken left clavicle. He was replaced by Gardner Minishu. With the backup quarterback. So hopefully a speedy recovery for Nick Foles. Seahawks over the Bengals 21-20. Same old Bengals. Same old Bengals. Eagles and the Redskins. That early season NFC East battle. 
This is a game of two halves. The Redskins were up 27 at one point. Then the Eagles outscored them 25 to 7 to win that game 32-27. Deshaun Jackson put up some uh had a nice game going up against his old squad. So the Eagles get a important win in the conference, 32-27. Taylor two halves. Also in the NFC East, uh Cowboys over the Jimin. 35-17. Dak Prescott. 405 yards. Only the oof, lighting up that giant defense. So uh nice win by the giant uh excuse me, nice win by the Cowboys. So uh Dak Prescott's gonna be he's like, hey, show me the money after he gave Zeke Zeke got all that money, that 90 mil on that uh that all season thing. Titans and the Browns. Titans 43-13 over Cleveland. A lot of hype came over Cleveland in the offseason with the moves they make and OBJ and some other guys on the defensive end. Opening week, they put up a straight-up milk dud. Titans came through big time, 43-13. On the road as well. So uh, Baker Mayfield didn't have too good of a game. Three INTs. Uh, wasn't a good look. So uh, the, the Browns threw up a big O. With that first week loss. Other scores, the 49ers over the Bucks, 31-17. The Vikings over the Falcons, 28-12. And the Bills over the Jets, 17-16. As the Bills came back from a 16-0 deficit. As uh, the Giants, excuse me, the Jets. Uh, new head coach losing his, losing his debut. Oh, boy. And also the Rams beat the Panthers, 30-27. And a good one there. The Rams have the best road record since 2017. They are 14-3 on the road, so they're doing their thing on the road. Well, might as well throw this Thursday night game that was up in there. Bucks and the Panthers. Bucks came through with a big win, 20-14 over Carolina. So the Bucks get their first win of the season at 1-1. The Panthers already dropped to 0-2. Uh-oh. It's not a good look for the Panthers right now. Tampa Bay got a Nice win, 20-14 on that uh, Thursday night football jump off. College football past highlights week two. Michigan and Army. Game shouldn't have been that damn close. Uh, Michigan survived 24-21. They won on a sack and a fourth fumble to end the game. So Michigan nearly avoided a huge upset. So they hold on 24-21. Their offense hasn't looked too great the first two weeks, but uh, hopefully things will get better. Number one, Clemson over Texas A&M, 24-10. Uh, that Clemson defense, oof. offense looked, was okay, not too great, but that defense they got is is solid, really good. Uh, nice win for Clemson at home, so they're 2-0. The game of the week that week, LSU and Texas, Good, really good game. A good test for both teams. LSU went to Austin and beat Texas in a shootout, 45-38. LSU quarterback Joe Burrow went, oh, 31-39, 471 yards and four touchdowns, lighting up that Texas secondary. (laughs) So, huge one for LSU. I think LSU, to me, I think could be a serious playoff contender. Now the off, they got a if they offense plays like this, and usually they're really good on the defensive end. So if they can get some, uh, you know, some work on the defensive end, I think LSU could be a legit uh, serious playoff contender. But they got to go against that gauntlet in the SEC West. I mean, oof, that's tough. You know, you got Bama, uh, A&M, Auburn. So that's just in the SEC West by itself. So... But this is a but this is a big win for LSU against a real quality opponent in Texas. Uh, another upset, Cal over number fourteen Washington, twenty to nineteen, out there in the Pac-12 country. Coach on the hot seat, I definitely believe Tennessee head coach Jeremy Pruitt compared his team to the Titanic movie after two embarrassing losses. They lost to Georgia State the opening week, then they lost a game they shouldn't have lost to BYU. 
So they are currently now 0-2, and a couple players left the team already. Jordan Murphy and Terrell Bailey have departed the team after this bad start. Oof. So things not looking good on Rocky Top. It's looking pretty damn rocky. So Jeremy Pruitt is definitely on the hot seat. So this is just a little warm-up what I'm doing on the podcast, Piskin Paradise. You know what I mean? So just giving a little recap, week one in the NFL and some of the week two recap in the college football scene. So this is just a little preview on the podcast. Don't forget to check out my page, Piskin Paradise. I'll do the weekly college NFL wrap-up. I'll try to do it uh, every week. So this is just a little preview of what's going on. So you got any um, topics or anything you want to bring up on that Pigskin Paradise, don't forget to follow me my page on Facebook under Pigskin Paradise. It's your boy TRW. Holla at me. Peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's your boy TRW. And welcome to Nothing But Net. Showing love for the NBA and for the college hoop scene. It's your boy TRW once again. Don't forget to check out my page uh, on Facebook under the groups called Nothing But Net. I think that's the page name. I think I'm messing up my own page name. But uh, you're going to have to pardon me on that one. So, even though the NBA, before you know it, the NBA season will be, is just around the corner, about another month away. It's been a crazy off season, you know, with the trades of some big names going to big places, Clippers getting. PG and uh, Kawhi, the Lakers getting Anthony Davis, um, just some of the big-time blockbuster trades that went down in the offseason. You know, just to name a few, those were some of the big names that were uh, moving places, trading places as well. On a lighter note, the Grizzlies refusing to buy out Iggy. And I know Iggy uh, wasn't too thrilled when he found out he was leaving Golden State heading to Memphis. And a, all, a lot of NBA teams are trying to get Iggy out of Memphis. But Memphis is not budging. They're saying, hey, Iggy, they want, him to, they want him to report to camp. And like, hey, Iggy, you want, we want you to report to training camp. So don't know how that's going to play out for Iggy. You know, is he going to rock out in Memphis? Because there's going to definitely be a lot of NBA teams that would be interested and Iguodala, you know, a strong vet, you know, with championship experience and all that other good stuff. So we'll see what happens on uh, Iggy's end. Well, sad news in the NBA. The NBA has decided to end the ninja-style hairwear that was going pretty damn rampant last year, like Jimmy Butler and a couple other cats. But Jimmy Butler was the first guy that came to my mind. And it said it's expressing concerns on safety, including the loose of the headwear. So... Um, the ninja style headwear, one and done. Speaking of one of the names I aforementioned earlier, AD Anthony Davis says he wants to win Defensive Player of the Year. I definitely think he could definitely win Defensive Player of the Year, you know. And he also wants him and LeBron to be on the All Defensive Team, which would definitely, which could definitely happen. So a lot of the off season was like, hey, who's got more pressure? Is it LeBron or is it AD? I think it's both. I mean, LeBron, you know, his, his track record. So I definitely know he's looking forward to a strong season this year after really getting hurt for the first time in his career. You know, he stayed, he was out for a substantial amount of time. When he got hurt, the Lakers was in playoff contention. Without LeBron, ugh, it, the season kind of went downhill for, from there. So um, I know LeBron's looking to redeem himself this season. AD now in a better spot. You know, on a better team, so he's going. To, he's going to have a lot to prove as well. I think on his end. So I think both players are under pressure. You know, hoping to have a big time season. So it's going to be a little intriguing hoops in L.A. with AD and LeBron with the Lakers and Kawhi and Paul George for the Clippers. Boy, that's going to be some really good games out there with the Lakers and the Clippers. So that rivalry is back. Team USA actually qualified, clinched, clinched the berth in the 2020 Tokyo Olympics uh, with a win over Brazil early in the week. 
Then after that, they lost two games. They lost two... Oh, gosh, I really should have put down... They lost two games after the fact. After qualifying for the Olympics, they lost two games after that. They lost to France, and they lost to someone else. I should have this information. My bad. So the Team USA won't even get a medal um, in this FIBA situation. A whole different team for Team USA. You know, some of the some of the big names are not on the team. So this is this is probably not one of their better teams that they got going. So best of luck to Team USA the 2020 Olympics. But they had, did clinch a berth in the Olympics, but they will not medal in this FIBA uh, ter- off-season tournament with two losses after their loss to Brazil. They said there's some college basketball recruiting. Uh, college hoops starts in another two months, but um, always making news in the offseason. Stanford, the Cardinals, landed four-star power for Max Morrell. He's uh, taking his talents to Palo Alto to play for Stanford. He was the number 77th ranked player in the 2020 class. So, good news for Stanford. Five-star point guard Jaden Springer has cut down his list to three schools are still in the fray for five-star point guard Jaden Springer. He cut down his list to Memphis, Tennessee, and Michigan. So one of those three schools will get uh, this highly tied five-star point guard Jaden Springer. Memphis, Tennessee, and Michigan. So he trimmed down the list. We're going to see where he's going to take his uh, talents to. Also, R.J. Davis, four-star point guard, trimmed down his list to four schools. Georgetown, Marquette, Pittsburgh, and North Carolina. So, four-star point guard trimmed down his list to four schools. Also, five-star combo guard Namari Burnett has cut his list down. So, this is the straight cut it list. He's cut down his list to four schools. Alabama, Oregon, Michigan, and Texas Tech. So, one of those four schools will get the talents of this five-star combo guard, Namari Burnett. See where he'll take his talents to. Speaking of taking talents, Kentucky just landed another recruit, four-star recruit, Lance Ware, will be taking his talents to Lexington. And with that uh, recruit pickup for Kentucky, they currently have the number one recruiting class for 2020 at this current moment with the recent addition of four-star, power, four-star forward, Lance Ware, who just made his recent commitment um, on Friday, I'm sorry, yesterday. Excuse me, I'll take that back. Other news. Big shout out to everyone who got to the 2019 Hall of Fame that just went down uh, last week. The likes of Jack Sigma, Sidney Moncrief, Bobby Jones, just to name a few that were uh, inducted into the NBA Hall of Fame just last week. Now, early ballots for players who are eligible for the 2020 Hall of Fame. Now, this this is a serious list. Players that are eligible for the 2020 Hall of Fame. This list is pretty serious. Here's some of the honorable mentions. Karan Butler had a solid career. Kirk Heinrich. Kevin Martin. Omari Stoudemire, formerly of uh, Phoenix and the Knicks. We had his really good years. Had some really good years in uh, Phoenix with Steve Nash and Sean Marion and all of them. Andre Miller. Probably one of the most underrated point guards in NBA history. Solid career, steady uh, point guard on that list. Chris Bosh is eligible for the 2020 Hall of Fame. Former uh, Raptor star who spent uh, his first seven to eight years in Toronto. Then he took his talents to South Beach. Part of that uh, big three in Miami from 2010, 2010 on. Then he had to retire due to his uh, irregular heart condition. So hopefully he's doing well in that situation and getting better as regards to his health. He did try to make a comeback, was considering making a comeback, but the health issue was too strong. So hopefully he's getting better. And uh, best of luck to you trying to get in this Hall of Fame for 2020. Also uh, on the ballot potentially, Elton Brand, former Duke star, who uh, spent his... uh, Early years with the Clippers and also played with some other teams. So, um, Elton Brand. Now, here's the cream of the crop right here. These three names right here. The big fundamental, Tim Duncan, 
I don't question he's the first battle hall of fame. Probably arguably one of the best power forwards, if not the best power forward of all time. The big fundamentals in his whole career in San Antonio won five championships. Uh pfft. I mean his resume speaks for itself. Former Wake Forest star. Also on the list, KG Kevin Garnett is also eligible for the 2020 Hall of Fame. He should most likely be a first ballot Hall of Famer. The uh, high school phenom from Farragut Academy spent a fair amount of his years in Minnesota, you know, building that franchise up. Then he spent uh, the last uh, fair amount of years in Boston, got him a championship there with the big three there with Raheem, Ray Allen, and Paul Pierce. He also spent time with the New Jersey, the Brooklyn Nets for a little bit as well. So, Definitely first battle Hall of Famer, along with Tim Duncan. And last but definitely not least, Kobe Bryant. I mean, arguably one of the top five players of all time. Damn sure first battle Hall of Famer. Five NBA championships. High school, high schooler from Lower Marion. My team drafted him. The Hornets drafted him back in 96. Traded into the Lakers. And the rest is history. Top five um, score NBA top five on the NBA all time scoring list. All defense, all NBA MVP. He's done it all. So those are some heavyweights right there. Those are three first battle Hall of Famers right there: Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, Kobe Bryant. I read the list again: Elton Brand, Chris Bosh, Andre Miller, Amari Stoudemire, Kevin Martin. Kurt Heinrich and Karan Butler are eligible for the 2020 Hall of Fame. So I'll keep you posted on that. So that's my preview right there. Nothing but net. Don't forget to check that page out on my Facebook as well. Head it up. We can uh, have some topics. We we'll talk about some specific topics, players, and all that good stuff. So this is just a trial run for me. All right. It's your boy TRW. Nothing but net. Holla at me. Peace. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's good, Charles? The one. T R I L L C trails. 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 Trails, trails, What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Trills. Welcome out to another episode of P P P Pigskin Paradise. Paradise. What's up? I'm your host with the most Trills Trills. And this episode will be available today on my website, Pigskin Paradise. A lot going on with a recap of College Football Week Four and NFL Week Three. Uh, you know, let's get the NFL popping. Week Three recap. Uh, last week's TNF, the Jags beat the Titans 20-7. to um, Nick Foles didn't play. Six-round draft pick, Garden Minishu, six-round pick for Washington State, came through. Had a solid game, 20-30 for 204 yards and two touchdowns. So the Jags got their first win of the season. And as of now, Jalen Ramsey is still a Jaguar. So we'll see how that goes. Gordon Minishu could be the man right now in Jacksonville in the absence of Nick Foles. We'll see how that his uh, injury progressing goes on. Here's a week, quick week three recap. Texans over the Chargers in a good one, 27-20. The Niners beat the Steelers 24-20. Uh, late game heroics Jimmy G hit Dante Pettis with, a, with the game with a touchdown with under a minute left in that game as the Niners currently are now 3-0. Been one of the early surprises in the NFL season. Saints hold off the Seahawks 33-27. Teddy Bridgewater filling in for Drew Brees, who's out for a period of time. Solid game, 19 to 27, 177 yards and two touchdowns. Alvin Kamara, 161 total yards and two touchdowns. As the Saints held on for the win. At one point, they were up 27-7. Saints did come back, but the Saints held them off 33-27 on the road. So a big road win for the Saints. In Seattle, Giants in the Bucks could be a new regime in New York, and the man could be Daniel Jones, their 
top 10 draft pick out of Duke. A lot of people scratched their heads saying when they made that pick, but it paid off. He went 23-36, had 336 yards, four total touchdowns, including a game-winning touchdown with under a minute left, leading an 18-point comeback as the Giants got their first win of the season, 32-31 over Tampa. The bad news in that win was Saquon Barkley there, all-pro running back, had a high ankle sprain. The MRI came back. Unfortunately, Saquon will be out closer to eight weeks. It was a four to eight week estimate with the MRI, but unfortunately for the for the Giants, it seems like his return is closer to eight weeks, and that's time frame. So we'll see how the G men do without their all pro second year man Saquon Barkley. Panthers beat the Cardinals thirty eight to twenty. Panthers backup quarterback Kyle Allen filled in for Cam Newton, who's out with an injury. Solid game, two hundred sixty one yards and four touchdowns. Could it be a QB controversy in Carolina? It'll remain to be seen. Good one in KC. The Chiefs beat the Ravens 33-28. Pat Mahomes 27 to 37, 374 yards and three touchdowns. He as he outdueled the youngin Lamar Jackson. So two of the future great quarterbacks in NFL faced off. Pat Mahomes was the victorious in that one. 33-28. And with that win, Andy Reid passed Chuck Knoll on the all-time wins list, so congrats to Andy Reid for passing the Hall of Famer Chuck Knoll on the all-times win list. The Bills beat the Bengals 31-17. Frank Gore ended up with the winning score as the Bills won that game 21-17. Trey White iced the game with an interception for the Buffalo Bills. The Bills are now 3-0 for the first time since 2012, so things looking pretty good right now in Buffalo. The Patriots beat the Jets 30-14. Pets 3-0. Jets 0-3. Cowboys beat the Dolphins 31-6. Cowboys stay undefeated. The Dolphins remain winless. Good one in Philly. The Lions beat the Eagles in a thriller 27-24. So the Lions got a nice road win in Philly. The Packers beat the Broncos 27-16 as the Broncos remain winless. Colts beat the Falcons 27-24 as the Colts won their home opener. Dolphins, I'm sorry, excuse me. The Vikings beat the Raiders 34-14. FSU rep Florida, uh, Dalvin Cook had 110 yards and one in this score touchdown. With that mark, he became just the fifth player in NFL history with at least 110 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown in his team's first three games as he joined some elite company including Jim Brown, Curtis Barton, O.J. Simpson, and Emmitt Smith. The Sunday night game was a thriller in Cleveland. The Rams held off the Browns 20-13. The Rams made a goal line stance as Cleveland had the ball, looking to tie the game, but the Rams' defense came up with a big goal line stance to hold on to a 20-13 win as the Rams remain undefeated at 3-0. Monday night football game, the Bears over the Redskins 31-15 as the Bears go to 2-1. The Redskins... Remain winless. <sighs> so some teams right now on the verge of their seasons going in the right in the wrong direction. Also, we gotta throw out uh Antonio Brown. WTF status as Antonio Brown got released by the Patriots after another accuser came out. Stating that he may unwanted he made unwanted advances towards her, as Antonio Brown sent the accuser intimidating text messages after the Sports Illustrated story came out, after making an unwanted sexual advance toward her back in 2017. So this his all seasons has been crazy. Then he went on one of those damn Twitter rants and stuff of that nature. Like man, you gotta chill. Like then he says he wants to retire from football. You know what? I think at this point in time, Antonio. You need to step away from the game because your offseason was just crazy. Got traded to the Raiders in the offseason. A whole bunch of drama with the Raiders. Then you got cut by the Raiders. Then New England picked you up for one game, played the one game. Well, I think at this point in time, it's too much. And I'm quite sure people will still be interested in signing Antonio Brown. But I think on his end, he needs to fall back and not play no damn football for this season because there's too much buffoonery going on. 
So here's a week four. Um, what's going on? A week four NFL Thursday night football. Good game going on tonight. It'll be the Eagles and the Packers hooking up tonight on Thursday night football. Sunday's tilts. It'll be the Browns against the Ravens. Chargers and the Dolphins. Can the Dolphins get a win? Chiefs and the Lions. Pretty good one there. Panthers and the Texans. Battle of the Unbeaten. The Patriots and the Bills. Both teams three and zero. So one of that game will be first place in the AFC East. Raiders and the Colts. Redskins and the G-G-G-Men as the Redskins are looking for their first win of the season. Titans and the Falcons. Bucks and the Rams. Seahawks and the Cardinals. Jags and the Broncos. Uh, the Vikings and the Bears and the NFC North too. Sunday Night Football, a good game going on there as the Cowboys look from look to remain undefeated at 3-0 at New Orleans at 2-1. Monday Night Football game, someone's got to win a game. Bengals and the Steelers, both teams are 0-3. Somebody's actually going to win a game unless it's a tie. Good Lord, hope that's not the case. College football, week four recap. Upset in the Pac-12, USC over number 10, Utah. They won that game 30-23. to Wide receiver Michael Pittman Jr. had a hell of a game. 10 receptions, 232 yards, and a touchdown with third-string quarterback Matt Fink, their starting quarterback, got injured during the game. Hopefully he'll uh, come back in a timely manner. Wild one in Conference USA. Tulane beat Houston 37-31. Tulane came back from a 27-7 deficit to win that game. Um, a crazy flip of that game. It was a third, a third down kneel down, which they was going to do a kneel down. Ended up being a fake play, getting the first down. Next play, Tulane scored on a 53-yard touchdown bomb to win that game. As uh, Tulane came back from a 37-7 deficit to win that game. 37-31, so nice comeback win from Tulane. Other college football notes for that week. Uh, let's go to some of the rank matchups going on. Number eight, Te- Auburn beat Texas A&M 28-20 as Auburn got a nice road win in the SEC. Any road win in the SEC is huge. Number 16, Oregon over Stanford 21-6. Justin Herbert, 19-24 for 259 yards, three touchdowns. And a three-game losing streak to Stanford. Number 21, UVA over Old Dominion, 28-17. Old Dominion was up 17-0, but UVA scored the last 28 points to win that game. That's UVA's first 4-0 start since 2004. Pittsburgh over number 15, UCF, 37-35, as UCF had lost their first regular season game since 2016. Was doing their thing. Number five, sorry, no SMU over number twenty-five TCU in a good old Dallas battle, forty-one thirty-eight. SMU with their first four no starts since nineteen eighty-four. Number twenty-two Washington over BYU, forty-five nineteen. Number six Ohio State over Miami of Ohio, seventy-six to five. That is the correct score, seventy-six to five. Justin Fields scored six touchdowns. A count of six touchdowns in one quarter. That's pretty crazy. 76-5. Miami of Ohio was up five to nothing. So they outscored 76 to nothing. Number nine, Florida over Tennessee, 34-3. Troubling times and Rocky Top. We'll talk about that a little later. Number four, LSU over Vanderbilt, 66-38. LSU quarterback Joe Burrow went 25-34, 398 yards and six touchdowns. LSU wide receiver Jamar Chase, uh, Vandy De- Vanderbilt defense had a tough time chasing him as he racked up 229 receiving yards, most in a, most by LSU wide receiver since 2013 when OBJ put up 204 receiving yards in one game. Number 23, Cal over Ole Miss 28-20. Controversial finish in the end of that game. Seemed like Ole Miss had scored a touchdown late, but Pac-12 officials said no, he did not get in. So, a lot of heat for Pac-12 officials as far as that was concerned. Number 13, Wisconsin over number 11, Michigan 35-14. Jonathan Taylor, 203 yards and two touchdowns as Wisconsin got a big-time win over Michigan. Michigan, under Jim Harbaugh, 
hasn't fared too well against top 15 teams. They are now 4-11 versus top 15 teams under Jim Harborough. Can Jim Harborough's days in Michigan be numbered? Soon find out. Number two, Alabama with Southern Miss, 49-7. Number 12, Texas over Oklahoma State, 36-30. Quarterback Sam Allinger, 351 total yards and four touchdowns in the win. Number one, Clemson over Charlotte, 52-10. The two big games of that week, the big uh, non-conference showdown in Athens, number three, Georgia over number seven, Notre Dame, 23-17, Game led up to the bill. Very entertaining, exciting game. Notre Dame had chances in that game to win. UGA held on. Notre Dame had chances to win, but they blew that game. So, big win for Georgia. Tough loss for Notre Dame as far as their playoff considerations is concerned. So, they're going to have to probably win out and hope for some teams to lose, which could be the case. The best game of the week. UCLA, number 19, Washington State. This was a wild game. UCLA came back from a 49-17 deficit in the third quarter to win that game 67-63. That was almost a like a basketball score. UCLA's quarterback, Dorian Tommen Robinson, had 507 yards and five touchdowns, which eliminated that incredible performance of Washington State's quarterback, Anthony Gordon, who threw for 570 yards and nine touchdowns which is a new Pac-12 in a school record for touchdown passes in a game, unfortunately, in a losing effort. Chip Kelly was already on the high seat, but maybe this went a simmer the seat just a little bit as they came back from a 49-17 deficit to win that game 67-63. That's almost equivalent of a college basketball score on the rail. But a big win, nice win for UCLA to win that game. Here's the ranked matchups going down for week five of the college football season. Number 12, Penn State hosting is at Maryland. Arizona State, number 15, Cal. Cal looking to stay undefeated. Middle Tennessee State and number 14, Iowa. Northwestern and number eight, Wisconsin. See how Wisconsin follows up the big Michigan win, hoping not for a letdown. Rutgers and number 20, Michigan. Number 23, Texas A&M and Arkansas. Arkansas looking to avenged their horrific loss last week to San Jose State. Texas Tech and number six, Oklahoma. Number one, Clemson and UNC. Indiana, number 25, Michigan State. Ole Miss and number two, Alabama. Number 21, USC and number 17, Washington in a key Pac-12 tilt. Number 18, UVA and number 10, Notre Dame. Interesting to see how Notre Dame follows up after the tough Georgia loss against a Solid UVA team currently at now 4-0. Number, number 9, Florida and Townsend. UConn at number 22, UCF. Number 24, Kansas State and, and Oklahoma State. Mississippi State at number 7, Auburn. Auburn, see how they um, react to the big road win last week at Texas A&M at home hosting Mississippi State. Number 5, Ohio State and Nebraska. And Washington State at number 19, Utah. Key pat to a batter that seat. See how both teams react after tough losses last week. Utah losing to USC. Washington State losing to US. I'm sorry, Washington State using losing to UCLA. So we'll see how both of those two, both of those teams um bounce back after tough losses last week. We got some recruiting news on the on the horizon. Let's get that recruiting news going now. Three-star defensive end Jordan Mitchell reopened his commitment after decommitting from Maryland. He was committed from Maryland for the past five months, but he has reopened his commitment after decommitting from Maryland. So three-star defensive end Jordan Mitchell is back on his uh, on his recruitment game. Four-star defensive back Henry Gray is taking his talents to Lincoln, Nebraska, committing to Nebraska, uh, getting him out of Florida. So that's a big pickup for Nebraska. Offensive lineman Aaron Parks, Four-star offensive lineman is taking his talents to Norman to play for Oklahoma. Four-star wide receiver, four-star wide receiver Rico Powers Jr. is taking his talents to Columbia, South Carolina. That is, the suit-up is verbally committed to South Carolina. Texas flips four-star wide receiver Troy Omari from Texas A&M. He had been committed from to Texas A&M since May 31st. This last week. He 
switch his commitment. Now he's heading down to Austin to play for Texas at the current moment. Other news of interest, boy, Houston quarterback De'Eric King, one of the top quarterbacks in the country, has decided has decided to register for the remaining of 2019. He will be able to return in 2020. Although he's a senior, he can register this year after playing four games. So interesting situation there after his father stated that he was looking to transfer but later on in the week, De'Ara King said he's going to register for the remainder of this season and he'll be back for the 2020 season. Even though he's a senior, he can register playing four games this season. So we'll see how that uh, interesting situation plays out. Tough news in Rocky Top in Tennessee. The Balls junior linebacker Will Ignat, Ignat excuse me, he left the team for personal reasons. As another tough blow for Tennessee after they lost, after losing linebacker Shannon Reed and wide receiver Jacquez Jones, uh, both decided they didn't going to transfer from the program. So it's looking pretty damn rocky in Rocky Top. Now, another interesting development in the recruiting situation that went down this week Bryce Young, he was the number one dual threat quarterback in the 2020 class, decommitted from USC. And now flipped his commitment to Alabama. So that was a tough blow for USC in that regard, losing their losing that top prospect. But on the flip side, USC landed five-star quarterback Jake Garcia for the twenty in for the twenty twenty-one class. So tough break for USC losing Bryce Young committing to Alabama, but they did land five-star quarterback Jake Garcia for the twenty twenty-one class. So all, all played out well in there. Speaking of the 2021 class, four-star offensive tackle Marcus Tate is taking his talents to Clemson as he made a verbal commitment to Clemson just this past week. And some interesting news in Alabama, something that almost happened. Quarterback and Heisman Trophy finalist Tua Tuaviola was Really close, quote-unquote, really close of transferring to USC after being back fiddle for the first couple years. He was back up to Jalen Hurts, who now is currently now in Oklahoma. Filled in when he got hurt in that championship game over Georgia. So Alabama fans are really pretty damn lucky right now that Tua decided to stay in Alabama because he could have – uh, transferred to USC. How I fit in with this Alabama-USC thing as Bryce Young decommitted from USC to flip to Alabama and who knows what the landscape of college football would have been if Tua Tuagaviola had transferred to USC. Who would know? So that was a serious what if. And on a sad note, we want to send our condolences to former Texas quarterback Javon Sneed who passed over the who passed over the recent week. So we want to send our thoughts and prayers to the friends and family of former Texas quarterback Javon Steed. So thank y'all for checking me out on Pigskin Paradise. Don't forget to check me out next week. We got that week four NFL recap and also got that week five college football recap and any other recruiting news and any other NFL news that goes on during the week. So I appreciate y'all checking me out on Pigskin Paradise. Don't forget to check out the podcast on my FB Facebook page under Pigskin Paradise. For yours truly, it's your boy Trills. Thanks for checking me out on Pigskin Paradise. Peace. T-R-I-L-L-Z Trills. T-R-I-L-L-Z Trills. T-R-I-L-L-Z Trills. T-R-I-L-L-Z Trills. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. What's good, y'all? So one T R I L L C trails. T R I L L C trails. T R I L L C trails. T R I L L C What's going on, y'all? Support trails. Welcome y'all to another episode of Pigskin Paradise. Paradise. What's up? I'm your host with the most trills, trills. And this episode will be available today, 
on my website, Pigskin Paradise. A lot going on with a recap of college football week four and NFL week three. Uh, you know, let's get the NFL popping. Week three recap. Uh, last week's TNF, the Jags beat the Titans 20-7. to um, Nick Foles didn't play. Six-round draft pick, Garden Minishu, six-round pick from Washington State, came through. Had a solid game, 20-30 for 204 yards and two touchdowns. So the Jazz got their first win of the season. And as of now, Jalen Ramsey is still a Jaguar. So we'll see how that goes. Gordon Minshew could be the man right now in Jacksonville in the absence of Nick Foles. We'll see how that his uh, injury progression goes on. Here's a week, quick week three recap. Texans over the Chargers in a good one, 27-20. The Niners beat the Steelers, 24-20. Uh, late game heroics, Jimmy G hit Dante Pettis with a with the game-winning touchdown with under a minute left in that game as the Niners currently are now 3-0. Been one of the early surprises in the NFL season. Saints hold off the Seahawks, 33-27. Teddy Bridgewater filling in for Drew Brees, who's out for a period of time. Solid game, 19-27, 177 yards and two touchdowns. Alvin Kamara, 161 total yards and two touchdowns as the Saints held on for the win. At one point, they were up 27-7. Saints did come back, but the Saints held them off 33-27 on the road. So a big road win for the Saints in Seattle. Giants in the Bucks. Could be a new regime in New York, and the man could be Daniel Jones, their top 10 draft pick out of Duke. A lot of people scratched their heads saying when they made that pick, but it paid off. He went 23-36, had 336 yards, four total touchdowns, including a game-winning touchdown with under a minute left, leading an 18-point comeback as the Giants got their first win of the season, 32-31 over Tampa. The bad news in that win was Saquon Barkley there, all-pro running back, had a high ankle sprain. The MRI came back. Unfortunately, Saquon will be out closer to eight weeks. It was a four- to eight-week estimate with the MRI, but unfortunately for the for the Giants, it seems like his return is closer to eight weeks, and that's time frame. So we'll see how the G-men do without their all-pro second-year man, Saquon Barkley. Panthers beat the Cardinals 38-20. Panthers backup quarterback Kyle Allen filled in for Cam Newton, who's out with an injury. Solid game, 261 yards and four touchdowns. Could it be a QB controversy in Carolina? It'll remain to be seen. Good one in KC. The Chiefs beat the Ravens 33-28. Pat Mahomes 27-37, 374 yards and three touchdowns as he outdueled the youngin. Lamar Jackson, so two of the future great quarterbacks in NFL faced off. Pat Mahomes was a victorious in that one, 33-28. And with that win, Andy Reid passed Chuck Knoll on the all-time wins list. So congrats to Andy Reid passing the Hall of Famer Chuck Knoll on the all-times win list. The Bills beat the Bengals 31-17. Frank Gore... Ended up with the winning score as the Bills won that game 21-17. Trey White iced the game with an interception for the Buffalo Bills. The Bills are now 3-0 for the first time since 2012. So things looking pretty good right now in Buffalo. The Patriots beat the Jets 30-14. Pets 3-0. Jets 0-3. Cowboys beat the Dolphins 31-6. Cowboys stay undefeated. The Dolphins remain winless. Good one in Philly. The Lions beat the Eagles in a thriller, 27-24. So the Lions got a nice road win in Philly. The Packers beat the Broncos, 27-16, as the Broncos remain winless. Colts beat the Falcons, 27-24, as the Colts won their home opener. Dolphins, I'm sorry, excuse me. The Vikings beat the Raiders, 34-14. FSU rep Florida, uh, Dalvin Cook had 110 yards and one and did score a touchdown. With that mark, he became just the fifth player in NFL history with at least 110 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown in his team's first three games as he joined some elite company including Jim Brown, Curtis Barton, O.J. Simpson, and Emmitt Smith. 
The Sunday night game was a thriller in Cleveland. The Rams held off the Browns 20-13. The Rams made a goal line stance as Cleveland had the ball looking to tie the game, but the Rams defense came up with a big goal line stance to hold on to a 20-13 win as the Rams remain undefeated at 3-0. Monday night football game, the Bears over the Redskins 31-15 as the Bears go to 2-1. The Redskins remain winless. So some teams right now on the verge of their seasons going in the right, in the wrong direction. Also, we got to throw out uh, Antonio Brown. WTF status as Antonio Brown got released by the Patriots after another accuser came out stating that he made, unran- he made unwanted advances towards her as Antonio Brown sent the accuser intimidating text messages after the Sports Illustrated story came out after making an unwanted sexual advance toward her back in 2017. So this his all seasons has been crazy. Then he went on one of those damn Twitter rants and stuff of that nature. Like, man, you got to chill. Like, then he says he wants to retire from football. You know what? I think at this point in time, Antonio, you need to step away from the game because your all season was just crazy. Got traded to the Raiders in the offseason. A whole bunch of drama with the Raiders. Then you got cut by the Raiders. Then New England picked you up for one game. Played the one game. Well, I think at this point in time, it's too much. And I'm quite sure people will still be interested in signing Antonio Brown. But I think on his end, he needs to fall back and not play no damn football for this season. Because there's too much buffoonery going on. So here's a week four. Uh, what's going on a week four NFL Thursday night football, good game going on tonight. It'll be the Eagles and the Packers hooking up tonight on Thursday night football. Sunday's tilts, it'll be the Browns against the Ravens, Chargers and the Dolphins. Can the Dolphins get a win? Chiefs and the Lions, pretty good one there. Panthers and the Texans. Battle of the Unbeaten, the Patriots and the Bills. Both teams 3-0, so winning that game will be first place in the AFC East. Raiders and the Colts. Redskins and the G men as the Redskins are looking for their first win of the season. Titans and the Falcons, Bucks and the Rams, Seahawks and the Cardinals, Jags and the Broncos, uh, the Vikings and the Bears and the NFC North too. Sunday night football, a good game going on there as the Cowboys look from look to remain undefeated at three and at New Orleans at two and one. Monday night football game, someone's got to win a game. Bengals and the Steelers, both teams are 0-3. Somebody's actually going to win a game unless it's a tie. Good Lord, hope that's not the case. College football, week four recap. Upset in the Pac-12, USC over number 10, Utah. They won that game 30-23. to Wide receiver Michael Pittman Jr. had a hell of a game. 10 receptions, 232 yards, and a touchdown with third-string quarterback Matt Fink, their starting quarterback, got injured during the game. Hopefully he'll uh, come back in a timely manner. Wild one in Conference USA. Tulane beat Houston 37-31. Tulane came back from a 27-7 deficit to win that game. Um... A crazy flip of that game. It was a third a third down kneel down, which they was going to do a kneel down. Ended up being a fake play, getting the first down. Next play, Tulane scored on a 53-yard touchdown bomb to win that game. As uh, Tulane came back from a 37-7 deficit to win that game, 37-31. So, nice comeback win from Tulane. Other college football notes for that week. Uh, let's go through some of the rank matchups going on. Number eight, te- Auburn beat Texas A&M 28-20 as Auburn got a nice road win in the SEC. Any road win in the SEC is huge. Number 16, Oregon over Stanford 21-6. Justin Herbert 19-24 for 259 yards, three touchdowns. And a three-game losing streak to Stanford. Number 21, UVA over Old Dominion 28-17. Old Dominion was up 17-0, but... UVA scored the last 28 points to win that game. That's UVA's first 4-0 start since 2004. Pittsburgh over number 15, UCF, 37-35. 
as UCF had lost their first regular season game since 2016. It was doing their thing. Number five, sorry, no SMU over number 25 TCU in a good old Dallas battle, 41-38. SMU with their first 4-0 start since 1984. Number 22, Washington over BYU, 45-19. Number 6, Ohio State over Miami of Ohio, 76-5. That is the correct score, 76-5. Justin Fields scored six touchdowns, a count of six touchdowns in one quarter. That's pretty crazy, 76-5. Miami of Ohio was up 5 to nothing, so they all scored 76 to nothing. Number 9, Florida over Tennessee, 34-3. Troubling times and Rocky Top. We'll talk about that a little later. Number four, LSU over Vanderbilt, 66-38. LSU quarterback Joe Burrow went 25-34, 398 yards and six touchdowns. LSU wide receiver Jamar Chase. Uh, Vanderbilt defense had a tough time chasing him as he racked up 229 receiving yards, most in a, most by LSU wide receiver since 2013 when OBJ put up 204 receiving yards in one game. Number 23, Cal over Ole Miss 28-20. Controversial finishing in that game. Seemed like Ole Miss had scored a touchdown late, but Pac-12 officials said no, he did not get in. So a lot of heat for Pac-12 officials as far as that was concerned. Number 13, Wisconsin over number 11, Michigan 35-14. Jonathan Taylor, 203 yards and two touchdowns as Wisconsin got a big-time win over Michigan. Michigan, under Jim Harbaugh, hasn't fared too well against top 15 teams. They are now 4-11 versus top 15 teams under Jim Harbaugh. Can Jim Harbaugh's days in Michigan be numbered? Soon find out. Number 2, Alabama over Southern Miss, 49-7. Number 12, Texas over Oklahoma State, 36-30. Quarterback Sam Allinger, 351 total yards. And four touchdowns in the win. Number one, Clemson over Charlotte, 52-10. to The two big games of that week, the big uh, non-conference showdown in Athens, number three, Georgia over number seven, Notre Dame, 23-17. Game led up to the bill. Very entertaining, exciting game. Notre Dame had chances in that game to win. UGA held on. Notre Dame had chances to win, but they blew that game. So, big win for Georgia. Tough loss for Notre Dame as far as their playoff consideration is concerned, so they're going to have to probably win out and hope for some teams to lose, which could be the case. The best game of the week, UCLA number 19, Washington State. This was a wild game. UCLA came back from a 49-17 deficit in the third quarter to win that game 67-63. That was almost a like a basketball score. UCLA's quarterback, Dorian Tommen Robinson, had 507 yards and five touchdowns, which eliminated that incredible performance of Washington State's quarterback, Anthony Gordon, who threw for 570 yards and nine touchdowns, which is a new Pac-12 in a school record for touchdown passes in a game, unfortunately, in a losing effort. Chip Kelly was already on the hot seat, but maybe this window simmered the seat just a little bit as they came back from a 49-17 deficit to win that game 67-63. That's almost equivalent of a college basketball score on the rail. But a big win, nice win for UCLA to win that game. Here's the ranked matchups going down for week five of the college football season. Number 12, Penn State hosting is at Maryland. Arizona State, number 15, Cal. Cal looking to stay undefeated. Middle Tennessee State and number 14, Iowa. Northwestern and number 8, Wisconsin. See how Wisconsin follows up the big Michigan win, hoping not for a letdown. Rutgers and number 20, Michigan. Number 23, Texas A&M and Arkansas. Arkansas looking to avenge their horrific loss last week to San Jose State. Texas Tech and number 6, Oklahoma. Number 1, Clemson and UNC. Indiana, number 25, Michigan State. Ole Miss, and number two, Alabama. Number 21, USC, and number 17, Washington, and a key Pac-12 tilt. Number 18, UVA, and number 10, Notre Dame. Interesting to see how Notre Dame follows up after the tough Georgia loss against a solid UVA team currently right now 4-0. 
number number nine, Florida and Towson, UConn at number twenty-two, UCF, number twenty-four, Kansas State and, and Oklahoma State, Mississippi State at number seven, Auburn. Auburn, see how they um react to the big road win last week at Texas A&M at home hosting Mississippi State. Number five, Ohio State and Nebraska. And Washington State at number 19, Utah. Key Pac-12 battle there. See, see how both teams react after tough losses last week. Utah losing to USC. Washington State losing to US. I'm sorry, Washington State using, losing to UCLA. So we'll see how both of those two, both of those teams um, bounce back after tough losses last week. We got some recruiting news on the on the horizon. Let's get that recruiting news going now. Three-star defensive end Jordan Mitchell reopened his commitment after decommitting from Maryland. He was committed from Maryland for the past five months, but he has reopened his commitment after decommitting from Maryland. So three-star defensive end Jordan Mitchell is back on his uh, on his recruitment game. Four-star defensive back Henry Gray is taking his talents to Lincoln, Nebraska, committing to Nebraska, uh, getting him out of Florida. So that's a big pickup for Nebraska. Offensive lineman Aaron Parks, four-star offensive lineman, is taking his talents to Norman to play for Oklahoma. Four-star wide receiver, four-star wide receiver Rico Powers Jr. is taking his talents to Columbia, South Carolina, that is. The suit-up is verbally committed. To South Carolina. Texas flips four-star wide receiver Troy Omari from Texas A&M. He had been committed from to Texas A&M since May 31st. This last week, he switched his commitment. Now he's heading down to Austin to play for Texas at the current moment. Other news of interest. Boy, Houston quarterback De'Eric King, one of the top quarterbacks in the country, has decided has decided to register for the remaining of 2019, he will be able to return in 2020. Although he's a senior, he can't register this year after playing four games. So, interesting situation there after his father stated that he was looking to transfer, but later on in the week, the Eric King said he's going to register for the remainder of this season, and he'll be back for the 2020 season. Even though he's a senior, he can register playing four games this season. So we'll see how that uh, interesting situation plays out. Tough news in Rocky Top in Tennessee. The Vols' junior linebacker, Will Ignat, excuse me, he left the team for personal reasons. That's another tough blow for Tennessee after they lost, after losing linebacker Shannon Reed and wide receiver Jacquez Jones, uh, both decided that they're going to transfer from the program. So it's looking pretty damn rocky and rocky top. Now, another interesting development in the recruiting situation that went down this week, Bryce Young, he was the number one dual threat quarterback in the 2020 class, decommitted from USC, and now flipped his commitment to Alabama. So that was a tough blow for USC in that regard, losing, their, losing that top prospect. But on the flip side, USC landed five-star quarterback Jake Garcia for the twenty in the twenty twenty-one class. So tough break for USC losing Bryce Young committing to Alabama, but they did land five-star quarterback Jake Garcia for the twenty twenty-one class. So all all played out well in there. Speaking of the twenty twenty-one class, four-star offensive tackle Marcus Tate is taking his talents to Clemson as he made a verbal commitment to Clemson. Just this past week. And some interesting news in Alabama. Something that almost happened. Quarterback and Heisman Trophy finalist Tua Tuaviola was really close, quote unquote, really close of transferring to USC after being back fiddle for the first couple years. He was back up to Jalen Hurts, who now is currently now in Oklahoma. Filled in when he got hurt in that championship game over Georgia. So Alabama fans are really pretty damn lucky right now that Tua decided to stay in Alabama because he could have uh, transferred to USC. How I fit in with this Alabama-USC thing as Bryce Young, D. 
decommitted from USC to foot to Alabama. And who knows what the landscape of college football would have been if Tua Tuagaviola had transferred to USC. Who would know? So that was a serious what if. And on a sad note, we want to send our condolences to former Texas quarterback Javon Sneed, who passed over the who passed over the recent week. So we want to send our thoughts and prayers to the friends and family of former Texas quarterback Javon Sneed. So thank y'all for checking me out on Pigskin Paradise. Don't forget to check me out next week. We got that Week 4 NFL recap and also got that Week 5 college football recap and any other recruiting news and any other NFL news that goes on during the week. So I appreciate y'all checking me out on Pigskin Paradise. Don't forget to check out the podcast on my FB Facebook page under Pigskin Paradise. For yours truly, it's your boy Trills. Thanks for checking me out on Pigskin Paradise. Peace. T-R-I-L-L-Z Trills. T-R-I-L-L-Z Trills. T-R-I-L-L-Z Trills. T-R-I-L-L-Z Trills. 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 Trills.